Welcome to the Beyond Belief podcast. We're glad you decided to listen to us today. We have designed this podcast to have a practical conversation about Christianity. Our goal is to make this show relatable, realistic, and relative. We will bring you the gospel of Jesus Christ so you can apply it practically to your life. We hope you enjoy the show. Hey, welcome back. It's the Beyond Belief Podcast. It's your host, Bill. I'm joined with Alan. What's up, buddy? What's happening, buddy? <laughs> you gave me that pause again. I came in I came in pretty fast that time. You did. I'm trying to speed it up, but I, was, I don't want people to get scared. I was thinking, how am I really? I don't know. I'm just messing Well, I, saw, I noticed the pause, and lately you have been pausing a little bit more. Uh, yeah. It's like you, I don't know. Actually, we should do like a drum roll thing for you. Like a drum roll. Not at all, no. No. Well, we had an interesting conversation before we started, as we usually do, uh, just about whatever, but wrote a devotion this morning and interesting how you, you sent me something last night. I looked at it. I wrote a devotion this morning and read, uh, in Romans and this will lead to where this is going to go. You watch. Okay. You watch. It's going. So anyways, we started talking about, uh, people focusing on the wrong stuff. Um, you know, just what Romans 14, chapter 14 says throughout it is about, uh, what I believe is a lot about focus on the wrong things anyways. And our, so you have to have focus in order to find something, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Right. You can't just close your eyes and run full blast. Right. Actually, that'd be kind of cool, but, uh, dangerous. You have to actually have focus, uh, to be able to find something. And we talked about, you came up with this topic, seek, yeah, seeking, finding, right? Seeking something. Right. Absolutely. All right. So go take it away. Oh, what whoa, say you? Me? Actually, yeah. um, that I, was, I need a, to drink a water. That was a great segue, uh, because yeah, focus and seeking, um, we are going to find what we're looking for. If we're looking for mischief or if we're looking for um, good or bad, we're going to find it. Yeah. We're going to feed whatever is important to us. So if our relationship with God is important, we're going to seek that out. If doing our own thing is important to us, um, we are going to seek that out. We are going to continue on the path we want. And a lot of times we're going to wonder why it's not working out the way we thought it was going to. Yeah. You can only so, go after one thing at a time. Yeah. You can't. Absolutely. I mean, you, yeah, you can't focus on good and bad. No. It can, you know, it, it just doesn't work. So actually what brought this to, to mind to be a topic was um, people are searching constantly, you know, for the mysteries of the, of life, right? Um, right. The universe and space. Yeah. And um, like I said, you know, we're going to learn about things that interest us. Yeah. So yep. if we, if we want to be good at anything, we need to focus on that. We're going to search for the answers and everything. Um, and it's, it's really wild how many people just think that going to church three times a week and, um, sitting in a pew, they're going to become this great Christian, but they don't put forth any more effort than that. Yeah. It doesn't work like that. You don't want to, you don't want a pilot of an airplane working on pottery to be his best thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, absolutely. You know, if he walks in, he's got like a necklace with some pottery on it or some, some clay pieces or whatever. And he's got a pottery book up front in the cockpit. You're like, what's this guy focused on? Yeah. Absolutely. You know, and he's flying us all the way across the, the, the country. So, right. Absolutely. So, well, you know, I say it all the time and I'll, I'll say it every, probably every uh, episode or at least every other, um, you know, our souls are the most important thing, the most yeah. valuable thing that we will ever possess. Yeah. And, um, 
feeding that relationship with God and feeding our souls on the good stuff um, should be the, of the most utmost importance. It's, you know, man, <laughs> you ever drive like, especially in our town, we have a lot of rural roads, you know, two lane roads. And have you ever driven in the morning? I know you have, but driven in the morning and the sun is just blinding you, yeah, oh, completely yeah. blinding you mm-hmm. and you can't see the road. Right. right? Yeah. And I mean, almost to the point, I, I know there's one road here that if I leave at a certain time in the morning, it's deadly. Like right. I have to stop. I can't, the visor, my sunglasses, nothing works. Right. I look at it like that, man, that if you, if you're seeking, uh, your Christianity, like to be, and, and we, you and I say this all the time when you're saved, if you're listening to this, you're saved, you're a believer, you're, you're a child of God. You have one single focus and that's to bring glory to God. Right. That's it. You can do that in many ways, many ways. You yeah. can bring glory to God in many ways through your job, through your service, through what are you laughing at? What you go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So, but my, my thing is, is all it takes is at a certain time and a certain place for something to get you distracted, to take the focus off. Right. Uh, and that, you know, to me that I equate that to the sun in the morning on that drive. It's almost yeah. to the point where you can't continue. And people let, I, me too. I'm not going to point the finger at anybody. I'm, I'm talking about me. I let that happen. Right. It's so easy to get distracted until you build up. And this is where I'm going with this. Until you build up that, uh, that level of assuredness in right. your studies and your concentration and your prayer. And you're not a- allowing yourself to get distracted. Like I am with that stupid bird <laughs> in the background that just keeps hollering. Cause the windows right. are open cause it's nice out. Yeah, absolutely. Anyways, go ahead. No, I was, I was smiling because I was just, it, you said something that sparked a thought about this morning. Um, <laughs> I, so the office that I rent is a, the people next door. The garage owns that office. So I take my trash to their dumpster. Well, this morning I was walking across there, you know, and um, this guy that works there was walking past me. I'm like, good morning. How you doing? And he's like, looks Scared at me. Scared to death, huh? Well, not as scary, but he he wasn't doing very well, apparently. <laughs> he, he just like nodded and he's like, like, you know, and I can tell that I irritated him just because I'm right. like, hey, man, you're in a good mood. Yeah, I'm in a good mood. And this uh, is amazing how um, how many people are focused on all the negative stuff in their life and this and uh, that and everything. And and I mean, I'm just man, I'm just me. I wasn't being obnoxious or anything. I'm like, hey, good morning. And he's just like looked at me like do you ever do you ever pick on your wife too much where it annoys her um daily yeah i do that <laughs> i did that apparently this morning with ashley right i was telling you how like <laughs> and i don't let up and i know better because i can feel it like it's wrong right <laughs> because i'm getting the wrong response back from it right and this morning i guess she just was i mean she was whatever tired uh her back's been hurting if i were married to you i'd be annoyed oh, too. man so i mean i just i should know better my grandparents used to tell my brother and i leave it alone leave right. it alone <laughs> we right. would just keep poking the bear and then all of a sudden you know we we looked for the attention whether it was bad or, or good and mostly yeah. it was bad yeah so anyways i poked the bear this morning and i got you stupid but anyways this you know what verse comes to mind for me when you brought up this topic is uh what is it matthew six thirty three? is that it seek ye first uh-huh. it is yeah so that comes to mind i did a whole when you talked about this i did a whole uh word word study on seek 
not a lot to it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty, pretty basic. Right. Uh, means to find something. Right. Um, and well, unless it's commanded, right? If it's commanded, usually if it's commanded in the Bible, it means to seek God. Right. Right. To seek his righteousness. It doesn't mean go find God. You're not going to find God. You're not going to find a physical God unless you make a God, a physical God right. in something of the world. But the seek in the Bible means to find God, to find his righteousness, to find his mercy and his grace. Right. Uh, anyway, so I thought uh, it, I didn't think it was interesting. I just thought that usually when I do a word search, it, uh, a word study. Right. Uh, not crosswords. But <laughs> when I do a word study, it's interesting. Like some of these words get I mean, it's just a deep, a bunch of branches and roots of stuff. Right. The seek wasn't. It was just very basic. Yeah. Um, actually that was, I studied this out a little bit and, um, Oh, I'm sure you did. Yeah. Um, you know, people seek everywhere for meaning, um, where it all came came from, where it began, you know, the theory of evolution and this theory and that theory, there's about 10 theories outside of the theory of, um, well, they actually call creationism. Yeah. Right. Um, right. The theory of special creations. So they dismiss it. Yeah. Yeah, You really research stuff out sometimes. But anyway, um, people will search for meaning in everything and and they want to, they're looking for the loophole. Yeah. Everybody wants to go to heaven, but they don't want to seek out that relationship. They don't want to um, really have an understanding of what that means. They just want to make it there, but they want to do it on their terms. And they seek everywhere. You know, there's like $22.6 billion were spent in 2020 on the NASA program. Um, Jeez. $650 billion have been spent since NASA began. Um, Point being, they're always searching for, you know, this and that and everything. There's so many issues right here on Earth that should be taken care of. But, you know, I'm not getting into all that. But, you know, the origins of life, they're always trying to figure that out and they're doing all this exploration and they're seeking for, you know, um, meaning outside of actually having a relationship (laughs) with Jesus Christ. So it's just crazy. what, What amazes me is most of the people that identify as being a Christian don't have a, a biblical worldview, right? The worldview, the, the items you just discussed are a worldview. Yeah. Where do we come from? How do we fix the world's problems? Yeah. We focus on all of that in a worldview. And a lot of the people that have just that basic worldview, they identify as Christians. They just don't have that biblical or Christian worldview. Right. They don't look at it that way. Right. I actually know the guy that had written a book. It's called the origins of life. Oh, really? Yeah. I've heard that book or the title. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know the guy. Wow. He's a super nice guy. Really nice, helpful. Um, He's a scientist, obviously. He's seeking out the, the origins of life. Because he doesn't believe that God created it. He, you know, and most scientists heard some statistics yesterday, um, how mostly, I mean, it's like 65% of scientists don't believe in creationism. Really? Yeah. They believe in evolution. Oh, I find, yeah. So yeah, I can see that. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, but it's, it's in you and I talk about this on many different topics as far as, um, only the Holy Spirit can reveal that God created the the earth. Yeah. Only you have in a relationship with God can you see that. Um, I mean, completely. Yeah, we look yeah, in a lot be, of different places, man. Yeah, you can you can be 
uh, skirting around the edges and believe God created the earth, but you can still not buy in completely. Yeah. But the Holy Spirit, once you have the Holy Spirit guiding you, um, you know, without a doubt. Yeah. Everything was by his plan. Yeah. You know, everything. So. Yeah, it's interesting uh, when you go back and you look at uh, a lot of usage usages of seek in the Bible. Uh, it's more or less a command yeah. of, of what we should do. And when you read Matthew six thirty three, it's pretty clear. Yeah. Like that's a pretty a lot of the commands that you read in the Bible of us as believers. It, there's no gray area. It's right. pretty black and white. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Like that's it. Yeah. There's nothing else. And that's for a believer. That's what we're commanded to do. It doesn't say, hey, when you get around to it, uh, maybe you <laughs> right. can worship a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, and I and I hate to do this, man, but I, I call it like I see it a lot of times. And even for myself, like I've there was a day over the weekend. Uh, I want to say it was Friday, uh, Saturday, maybe my weekend. I usually uh, group is Friday and Saturday. So Saturday, I want to say like I, I've spent most of the day uh, not really doing a whole lot of stuff. And when I look back, I was like, man, I really, and I, when I say stuff, I'm talking about like, I, I woke up late. I didn't do my devotions. I, I had a very short prayer time and it just was an off day for me. And I've told you this before, when that happens, I feel like the rest of the day's off. Well, then when that happened, I sat there and went, man, dude, like I can't even, I can't get, I can't feel like I'm getting right here. Right. And it was just all off balance. Uh, and that happens occasionally. That's because I didn't do that first. Right. I didn't place God first. Yeah. I started off with everything else and figured I'd plug it in there somewhere. And yeah. you and I've talked about this before. That never works. It yeah. never works out like it, that. It gets lost in the mix. Yeah. And you know, when, what, uh, in Matthew on that, was that the sermon on the Mount when he talks about that or no? I Maybe don't, not. I, don't, I don't, know. don't believe so. Yeah. So anyways, uh, when I went through this and, and saw that I was like, wow, seek ye first the kingdom of God. It doesn't say seek ye first the word of God. Right. It doesn't because what's encompassed in the kingdom of God? Everything. Everything. Yeah. Everything that has to do with God yeah. is encompassed in that. Your prayer life, your Christ-centered conversations, uh, everything's encompassed in it. So right. you know. Well, actually, very interesting that you bring that up because Matthew six thirty three is like my favorite verse. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Yeah. But then, you know, when I'm seeking and but and I'm trying to figure things out and you know, been self-employed for 25 years or whatever. I'm, you know, I'm constantly trying to figure yeah. out, you know, the best way or what I need to do or what needs to be done, whatever. But here's the 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 second uh, most important verse for me, and it's uh, Proverbs three five. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto yeah. thine own understanding. Yeah. Because I'm always trying to figure it out. I'm trying to uh -huh. understand from my human point of view. I'm trying to figure it out. But I just need to be like, I just need to seek ye first and then trust in God with all, all my heart. Right. Right. And and let him know. Let him figure it out. I just need to do uh, what I'm supposed to be doing and it'll work out. <laughs> You, you say that, and that, that reminds me, there was a, a church I went to. Somebody asked me, hey, do you have a life verse? And I was like, huh? What does that mean? Right. Like, there's there's supposed to be one verse for your life? Because I don't look at I don't look at it like that. Like, yeah. I, it, it changes so yeah. often for me. When I read the Bible, I, there's so much stuff that, like, pops out. Now, granted, there are verses I like. 
but I can't hang on to any one of them. Exactly. It, They're all it, applicable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. It's just like, I don't know that that whole thing. There's something you said the other day. I cracked me up. I was like, I say it's from Genesis to revelation. That's my life. Verse. <laughs> it's right. all within yeah. the Bible. All the yeah. stuff I've done wrong, all the stuff I look to do better at, all the stuff that I someday hope I can attain. Yeah. It's all in the Bible. Absolutely. So, all the answers to everything are there. And I do want to make a while we're on this um, and you brought up church. I do want to say this because I'd listened to one of our other episodes. What'd you do now? And uh, it wasn't real bad, actually. But um, <laughs> way to downplay it. Alex. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, if it was bad. on a scale of one to 10,000, it was probably around 4,000. Yeah. Something <laughs> like that. But anyway, um, I said in one of our episodes, if religion or church hasn't changed your life to move on well i wanted to clarify that uh because only jesus can clear can change our lives but what i meant to say was if your church or your religion hasn't taken you to a relationship with jesus christ a deep relationship with jesus christ and the holy spirit and allow them to change you you need to move on yeah okay i didn't think you needed to clarify that Okay, well, I just somebody to, will it pick hit, it apart, man. It hit me, and I was like, oh, I don't want to say that because I mess up. Um, but you're absolutely right. You know, um, a lot of churches do. You know, well, what's your life verse, or who's the character you associate with the most? Or I've heard a lot of different things. Yeah. You know, Caleb, um, he followed God with his whole heart. He trusted in God with his whole heart. Um, So I could be a Caleb, you know, and but as you read, you're like, I can relate to him, too. Well, that was yeah, that was my point. It wasn't to put down somebody that has a life verse. I mean, don't. Yeah, absolutely. People don't get offended by that because that's kind of the wrong thing. But um, I got a couple. Go ahead. I was going to ask you something. Do you know how many words are actually in the Bible? No, no, No. I didn't either until just now. I just looked it up. Okay. Uh, The King James uh, translation. There are seven hundred ninety one thousand words. Well, three hundred and twenty eight, but seven ninety one, three twenty eight. That's how many words are in the Bible. Right. The King James Bible. Good to know. Yeah. Well, I mean, probably not, but whatever. So, uh, there've been 421 word changes in the translations. Oh, wow. Which is interesting, right? So here's the deal. What did we, what did we say before? Whatever you're looking for, you'll find. Right. Right. So if you're worried about, I say worry, if you're looking at what's wrong with different translations, what do you think you'll find? You're going to find what's wrong. What's wrong. You'll pick it apart, right? You'll find differences. If you're seeking after Christ, you'll find Christ. Yeah. If you're seeking to find him, not to pick it apart. Not to look at what's wrong with something. We talked about this, uh, right? And I alluded to it a little bit about focus. Yeah. But, and I catch myself and this is, this is me trying to be better for me. Uh, so I can be better for others is I look sometimes and I'm like, and you know, listen, dude, you know how triggered I get with social media. <laughs> yeah, it's no secret. I, I mean, know. I talk about it all the time. And if somebody wants to play a game on me, all they have to do is tag me in something and, and have some kind of crazy conversation about something off the wall. Right. And I'm in, <laughs> right. I'm, I'm in the car driving to it. Yeah. Uh, and I told, so I told Ashley, I signed her. She's the social media executive now at uh, grace works because I can't do it, man. Right. Uh, it eats a lot of my time up. Uh, but anyway, so I, you know, it's easy for us to point out somebody that's not living to a standard that we set that right. we feel they should be living up to. We, you and I do it, man. We look at something and we're like, Oh my gosh, what are they doing? <laughs> right. You know, they're a Christian. 
Like yeah. we're the ones now that are like, we're the mediator. We're the ones right. that are like, you know, uh, placing value on their Christianity, like what they're doing. Right. And as I was reading through when I was talking to you earlier about Romans, I was like, that's not the purpose. The purpose is because yeah. now we create a distraction for everybody else. When we go, Hey, look, this yeah. guy's not being a Christian. Now we draw their attention. And, exactly. uh, we're not called to do that, man. We're called to bring people's focus and attention to Christ. Absolutely. We're not called to take it off of them. Right. Well, uh, which is know, what we do easily sometimes. Definitely. Um, like you said, you know, we can focus on the wrong things. If you're looking what's for what's wrong with this religion. Yeah. If you're looking for what's wrong with the Bible, if you're looking for what's wrong with that person yeah. or what's wrong with a podcast or whatever, you're not focusing on what could be right in your life. If you have Jesus, yeah. if you have that relationship, because we can sit, we made this agreement when we started this, you know, we have times when we get off on little tangents, but we made an agreement where, (laughs) where we would not, um, belittle or put down other religions, denominations and everything, uh, because that isn't our focus. And we don't want people that are listening to this to be focused on everything that's wrong because you can find a video on anything. Agreed. What's wrong with this and what's wrong yep. with that? Uh, yep. That person, false teacher and all this stuff. Here's the thing. If you're focusing on what a false teacher is about and what the false teachers are saying, you just gave them attention. Yeah. You, you need just, to focus on the Bible and man. the ultimate teacher, which is Jesus Christ. Let me tell you how true that is. Okay. So our friend, right? Brother Matthew yeah. provides phenomenal. I read, I read all his stuff. Right. Now I admit there's some people I flick through and just like the stuff and move on. And, uh, anyways, so I read a lot of his stuff and he put something out there about this dude, uh, Todd white, this preacher. Oh yeah. Uh, I never knew anything about him, but he sent this thing and he sent a personal yeah. message to me to watch this video clip. So I watched right. it. I never knew who who this guy was. Well, what do you think I did after I watched that video clip? I started researching the dude. That's exactly what so I did. So I started, guess how many hits that guy has on his YouTube channel now? Yeah, absolutely. Because I started looking at his stuff to look at it and go, wow, this guy's way off base. But that's, yeah. I mean, well, you said it. Like I looked at it because somebody else pointed to it. Right. Well, I mean, I, I don't think there's anything wrong. No, there's not. With knowing no. out there. But if you're, if you're watching every video that this cat has out no. there no. to pick it apart, no. you're the really that, focusing the, on the wrong the thing. The one that Brother Matthew sent me was enough. Exactly. I yeah. was like, I watched Whoa. the same thing. I was like, what in the world is going on, man? And there's people what's here's what's sad. I'm going to tell on ourselves. Like we don't have a huge audience, but there were, there had to be 200 people in that auditorium. Listen to that dude. And I'm like, how are they? So, and that's, that's it. There's so many people. We don't get everything right. We don't get everything. We're not spot on, on everything, but we don't do it out of malice. No. And that guy is definitely man. I couldn't um, watch it. It was making me. Angry. Yeah. And actually he is one of those that, well, he's, he falls in line with the prosperity people as well, but he is one of those that considers himself a prophet and God told him this and God told him that and everything. Well, if you read your Bible, that's how God speaks to us through his word. Yeah. Uh, I can't, I really can't look at these people, some of them and pass judgment. Right. I just, because I feel like I, I, I feel so unworthy sometimes, man. And I don't mean like I don't feel redeemed. That's not what I mean. I don't mean that I don't feel like I'm a child of God. I just feel like 
We don't deserve God's mercy. We don't deserve his grace. <laughs> so when I look at somebody else and I know the, the highest standard there is ever that I'll ever be able to partially comprehend is God. Right. And I don't measure up to that standard. So how can I look at somebody else and judge their standard? Right. Now I can say based on my relationship that I have with God, based on my religion, my Christianity, that what they're doing isn't right. Right. Because of my biblical doctrine. Right. I can look in, I can go through my Bible and say, that's not right. Here's why. Boom, yeah. boom, boom, yeah. boom, and boom. Now I can do that, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to walk up to somebody and say, Hey, why are you listening to him? Yeah. You know, I, instead of doing that, I could spend my time saying, let me show you the gospel of Jesus Christ in this book. Right. Let me show you that because I don't want to tether the attention to somebody else or yeah. something else. Right. You know, you, like you said, uh, I, I'm, I shouldn't even chuckle, but you know, if I sit there and talk about alcohol and hookers, right? Like that's not the thing I should be diverting people's attention to, you know, talking about how bad my testimony was and how bad things were in my past. I right. shouldn't be relishing in that. I should be talking about what God currently is doing in my situation in my right. life right now. Mm -hmm. That's the important thing. Absolutely. But I think it's also important that you do share where you came from. Sure. Absolutely. Definitely. You might not have to have all the details. But, yeah. But that shouldn't be the focus. You're absolutely right. right because Jesus oh, man, Christ. I really miss drinking back in the day, you know, when I was yeah, hanging out by the exactly. fire and having alcohol and blah. Well, I think, I think the problem with so many people was they, they listen to these these preachers that the prosperity gospel you know they talk about if you want more money or you want whatever you got to plant the seed well it's not talking about in the bible it is not talking about planting seed it's with financial money. seed right? yeah financial yeah. seed it's talking about planting a spiritual seed because whatever you plant will grow if right. you plant if you plant something negative yeah. and you nurture that yeah. you're, you're going to have negative negativity if you plant something positive you plant the word of god in your heart you plant um the idea of of striving to be more christ-like that's going to grow but i believe a, a lot of people are just um complacent in their walk in their spiritual walk um yeah and they're unmotivated i don't think there's enough preachers out there teaching um the truth that yeah. jesus christ is the only way um and then encouraging people and helping people fully understand what that means. Yeah, I agree. You can have a, a lot of, uh, well, and I'm not going to put it just solely on a pastor unless you're going well, and sitting in front of that right. and, and that's happening yeah. because most people that are most people. And, and I'll say this because for 40 something years of my life, uh, it w it was my fault. Right. I didn't, I didn't turn to God. Right. And, and a lot of times it, because you're sitting there, it's, it's on you. It's on you to identify it. And if yeah. you're allowing it to happen all the time, then that's back on you. That's just, yeah, I, I agree. That's why I said people are complacent. Yeah. Right. Uh, you yeah. know, people just get into a routine and they're like, Oh, you know, this is what it should be. Um, and they don't seek out yeah. a relationship for themselves. They go and they listen to a preacher. They watch YouTube videos. They listen to two knuckleheads on podcasts. Um, <laughs> I wonder who that is. Yeah. It's, you know, and we say it all the time. Don't take our word for it mm -hmm. because we, we're human. Yeah. We're going to make mistakes, but all the answers are in the Bible. Yeah. Well, here's, let me, let me clear up something because I, I said not too long ago in this conversation 
about how we don't want to point to the wrong thing. Yeah. We don't want to give attention to. Now, don't mistake that for burying your head in the sand. Yeah. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying if you see identify an issue in your household yeah. or with another Christian that you don't confront that and say, hey, uh, this is an issue. I, I really think you should look at how you're right. how you're handling this or how you've addressed it, whatever the thing is. I'm just saying, don't don't bury your head in the sand. That's not the point. I'm not talking about just rolling over and everything's love and goodness and sometimes we have to confront things uh i'm i'm saying don't be the distraction from somebody away from christ if you if you call out an issue with somebody you are pointing them to christ because you're letting them know that this is an issue that's pulling them away from christ well and i think that's important i think it is important to help people recognize what is wrong, but I think it's more important to lead them into what's right right. and showing them how to um, discern. Yeah. Yeah, it you took know, us 20 minutes, but we got here. Right, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right and for wrong. I think some people will figure it out. I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, it, we're, it's not complicated, right, dude? Like, It's it's not. It's not. It you, can't be. You and I can figure it out. <laughs> right. It took us a while, but yeah. it took us 40-something years, 50 in my case, but yeah. uh, it's not. And so I, I said I wanted to ask you some questions. So oh, I asked you the okay. one. Ah, you do this to me all the time, so uh, whatever. Yeah. I'm going to ask you. I already know what the answer is. I already know what this answer is going to be, and I crack up thinking about it. So <laughs> have you, did you – I know what this is going to be. I don't even know why I ask you. I don't even know why I bother. Okay. Have you? Did you ever play hide-and-seek when you were younger? Yeah. No. Oh, I did. you did? Oh, yeah. okay. Well, I thought you were going to be like, no, I don't play stupid games like that. No, I was, I was a child. <laughs> I mean – Okay. All right. Yeah. So in the game, what's the, what was the purpose? What was the purpose of that game? The purpose was to find whatever's whoever's hiding. Right. Yeah. So there were there were there had to be two roles, right? Yeah. The hider and the seeker. Right. So when you hid, when 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 something is difficult to find, it, it can be made that way, right? Like you right. like if we if I played that when I was younger, I already knew where I was gonna hide. I went and found the toughest spot. Sometimes I even got in the trunk of a car, right? <laughs> Not smart, but I would get in the trunk of the car. My brother took days. I, I didn't even, I freaked out because I didn't know how to get out. Right. But, but anyways, <laughs> like you can make it impossible. It's not that way with God. When you right. think about it, like when you think about seeking God, how hard is that? It's not. He doesn't make it it's, hard. It's not hard when you're diligent. That's my whole point. Definitely. If you want to, you yeah, can. Absolutely. Um, you know, in, in the Bible, there, there are instances where God blinds the eyes of the unbelievers that they will not see. Um, Jesus even speaks of, you know, talking in parables because so the people that don't have that aren't seeking won't have an understanding. And, um, but when you diligently seek, it's, I mean, I'm diligently seeking all the time. I still don't have a lot of the answers. I'll no. never have all the answers. No, no one will ever, ever have all the answers, but you must uh, diligently seek. Well, and that's the thing in the game of hide and seek, the seeker doesn't just sit there. Right. Yeah. You know, in video games, they call it camping. Like somebody just camps out. They don't move. They don't go after anybody and it becomes a stalemate. Right. So the person that's hiding and the person that's seeking and nothing happens. Right. And it's like, eventually somebody has to do something. Right. So, and, and with, and the, the reason I relate that to a relationship with God is because 
a lot of times, and, and, and this was my life. I don't know. It could be different for other people. God wasn't coming to me right. in ways that as somebody living in the world that I was like, yeah, I know you're coming after me, but you know, just, it's like, a, like one of those girlfriends that you had that would <laughs> like, like would, was relentless, wouldn't leave you alone. And you're like, yeah. geez, Louise, like, yeah, absolutely. you know, and, and you're, and you're, you're playing hard to get like hanging up, not answering or whatever back then, not going to the pager. <laughs> it wasn't actually trying to play hard to get it. Some of them you just didn't want to have anything right. to do with. But so, I'm saying like in that instance, yeah. that's never God, but God also isn't, he's available, but being available doesn't mean that he's projecting outward. Right. You know, he may use other means like he was trying to use my brother and, yeah. and other things, but you know, when I look at that dude in, in that sense, you have to seek you, you. It doesn't come by just hanging out and standing still. Yeah. I say it all the time. It's not, it doesn't come by osmosis. Yeah. Putting your faith in Christ is putting your faith, not it's, somebody else putting it there. It's a very interesting point because, you know, people get hung up on you shouldn't read that Bible. You shouldn't own that Bible. Or, you know, this is the only religion. You can't look at other, you can't be a part of other religions and whatever. Um, the whole, Holy Spirit will will guide you when you get that relationship. But, um, you know, once again, people focus on what you shouldn't be doing and what you, yeah. you know, you can't yeah. read this Bible or or whatever the case may be. Um, Hide and seek might have been a really poor analogy. No, no. I think it was good because, yeah, well, hide, God doesn't hide. No, but, but, he, I, but in that yeah. sense, he doesn't come forward either. And make it something. Well, it's and one of the, you ask about the Sermon on the Mount, which it is, you know, there's one part, um, seeking each shall find, knocking it shall be opened. Yeah. You okay. know, so yeah. Yeah. That, is that what you were talking about? Yep, that was yeah, it. exactly. <clears throat> so he's there, but we have to seek. We have to knock. Asking it shall be given. We have to ask. Right. We have to have that relationship. We have to pray and ask for understanding. We have to ask for um for discernment. We have to ask for all those things. But you know, what I was saying is people get hung up on, you shouldn't read that Bible, but people have to start somewhere. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If, if, because if you approach it by you shouldn't be that, or you're only going to go to heaven if you're a Baptist. And if you don't go to this church, if, if no, if this city, everyone that doesn't come to this church in this city is going to hell. If that's a person's attitude, a preacher's attitude, assistant pastor's attitude, uh, that's going to turn crazy, a lot of people man. off. That's crazy. But it happens. It, it does happens. happen. And right. Because like I said the other day, I've been to three churches and that was their attitude. Basically. That's so crazy. It is. So all the people that were going to that church was like, I mean, they lived in fear of like, well, you know, I got to be here and I got to, you know, I can't do anything. I yeah. can't, you know. Yeah. And there was actually one church I went to where there were family members that went to that church that their children had left when they turned 18 or whatever. And they had to go or they uh, couldn't associate with a family. Exactly. What? Yeah. Oh, the on. preacher like had his thumb on them. He was like, yeah, you don't need to be because hey. the, those people <laughs> were considered heathens, but um, they're not out robbing banks. They're not out, you know, doing whatever. Right. They just chose to go to a different church or whatever. They could have left that church and went to another church and they were still considered heathens. And the preacher was like, yeah, you don't need to be talking to them. And there were actually parents that didn't talk to their children anymore. There were quite Jeez a few parents, Louise, man. There were quite a few parents were That's in that cultish. same. It, oh, absolutely. There were quite a few parents that were in that same scenario. That's it didn't hinder their relationship with their right, children. Right, right. But there were some that were like, yeah, we, we can't talk to them anymore. I'm like, that is insane. Listen, all I'm going to say to that, 
is everybody will have to give an account to God. Absolutely. I mean, it, it, it's, if you're yeah. standing up there and you're, and you feel so great about your way, yeah. man, I pray for you. Absolutely. I pray. I pray that you really believe that, that Absolutely. you truly believe that because guess what? No matter what it you believe. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you believe. Right, no matter what you think you believe yeah. when you get to heaven, he'll let you know. Oh, absolutely. Like it's not, it's not going to be like, well, I, I really believed it though. Yeah. Well, well, you know, it's, it, you should rely on the Holy spirit to really give you discernment on what you believe. Right. Well, only, only a fool believes everything that he thinks. That's right. <laughs> so yeah. I have one more, I have one thing that I want to share. No, I got a couple more. Okay. Now go well, ahead. Go ahead. This is about my aunt Millie. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I wanted to yeah, share that, you know, because, yeah. uh, my aunt Mildred actually had married a man, uh, well, my uncle, <laughs> that's man. a good start. <laughs> <laughs> she had married, you know, my uncle 50 some years ago or whatever. And, uh, he had passed away 15, 18 years ago, something like that. Anyway, point being, she just passed away this past weekend. And my cousin had called me to tell me and everything. And this was the interesting part. My uncle didn't go to church. He, you know, he said that the Bible was written for people that wanted to just make themselves feel better or whatever, which I mean, if you read the Bible, you know, that's not true. Right. It convicts you. Uh, it doesn't make you feel good about who you are. Uh, there's some stuff in there. Nope. Just yeah. the opposite. Absolutely. So anyway, my Aunt Mildred passed. My cousin called to tell me. And he told me how a couple of years ago, um, the preacher, and I know I know a friend of the preacher, and the preacher had went over there and prayed with her and she received her salvation. Wow. So she had been in and out of hospice and she had been in and out of the rehab center. Um, she came home and I guess this is a couple of weeks ago or a month ago or something. And, um, she came home and she told her, she told her son, my cousin, I'm ready to go home. And my cousin's like, mom, you are home. And she's like, no, son, this is not the home I'm talking about. Yeah. She had that peace. Yeah. She had that peace and she knew heaven was her home. Yeah, man. So that's amazing. And I only, I shared, well, I, I shared that cause it's a cool story, but the biggest thing that I want to relay from that story is she was raised in a Christian home. My grandparents, um, she did not practice. She did not go to church for yeah. all those years. And she asked God for her salvation a couple years before she passed. And God was merciful and he gave her that peace yes. and that joy and that comfort, even after all those years away from him. So it doesn't matter how long you've been gone. You no. can always come back. God is there. You and I talk about that. Yeah. We talked about uh, death the other day. It's not a welcoming conversation for a lot of people. No. Nobody, I don't, well, nobody that's healthy, uh, I don't know how to say this the right way, but nobody wants to die, right? right? Nobody wants to die. Uh, well, a, a lot of people don't want to die. Yeah. Um, you know, and when you and I were talking about this the other day, I was like, you know, and I, and it, to a lot of people, it sounds like, well, why would you say that? Why would, and you didn't respond that way. When I said, listen, if, if something were to happen and I died, it wouldn't have been like it was five years ago for me when right. I was, when I was in a career where that was, it was likely it could happen. Right. And, and then I, I, you know, I didn't want to, I had too right. much worldly things I wanted. I was attracted right. to that. I wanted to stay for. Uh, and now in this and where I'm at, uh, sure, I don't want to. I don't want to leave my family or my wife and 
Uh, I feel, I told you, I said, you know, I feel like there's a lot more of God's work to be done here. Right. Like I feel like there's so much more to do. And that's the only reason right. that in my family that I don't want to, to leave. But if I were, I feel peace about it. I feel that there's yeah. a peace now, granted, you know, I don't want to die in a fiery car crash. Right. But you know, I feel at peace with God. Right. Uh, well, it's amazing when you get to this point and you have that yeah. peace yeah. and the comfort that death is only a step in the right direction in the, in a, in a better place, not to unknown and yeah. not to hell. Exactly. Right. But it's amazing to me when you get to this place, you can look at all the other people and wonder how, they're like, well, you know, I'll take care of that one day or because that yeah. day may never come if you're just waiting. But no, I've br- known I've known people that have had a a, a, a brain embolism yeah. uh, and died. I mean, like within an hour, yeah. like, I mean, even shorter than that, almost immediately. I've known two people yeah. that have had a brain embolism dead, yeah. like no there is no planning. Well, I found this this fact and I shared it with you. Actually, pilgrim, yeah. um, the term pilgrim, yeah. you know, and, and it, a pilgrim is a person who journeys to a sacred place for religious re- reasons or uh, someone who travels to a holy place. Um, we're all pilgrims. Well, the children of God yeah. are yeah. pilgrims because we are headed to a holy place. Uh, yeah. A better place than this. So we're all pilgrims. And I, I just found that very interesting. Yeah. It's not the pilgrim you think of. No, well, not at I all. And the turkey, turkey and, and dressing. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Oh, uh, listen, I apologize ahead of time uh, to I'm somewhat distracted today. The dog is driving me crazy. Uh, he is. Well, this is not ahead of time. This is afterward. Well, I apologize for being distracted because yeah. I really he's driving me nuts right now. Right. Anyways, I, I hope I pray. You know, we pray before we turn anything on and record because it's important to both of us. Uh, that we, that we do God's work. And sometimes I feel like you told me that you felt like an episode you listened to was a little, you weren't sure if people, uh, got something from it in some parts. Felt like it was clear as mud in some points. Yeah. Right. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah. And sometimes I feel like that when we, uh, when we go through an episode today, I feel like, you know, we've made some points, but, uh, you know, I guess my, my thing is, is we hope you get something from it, from what we're trying to say. And, and in the, I mean, I guess you could fast forward to the end of this. And the point is, you know, diligently seek out your relationship with God, Yeah, you know, and, and, and diligent, diligently help somebody else in their relationship with God. We're called to disciple. Yeah. Uh, and that's so important, man. Um, definitely. Anyways, I'll put the, as usual, I'll put the Bible verses that we used up, uh, on the show notes and i don't know you got anything else dude no i'm good yeah sweet man all right i wrapped it up pretty quick all right guys you enjoy your day yep have a blessed day so that's it for this episode we're glad you listened and hope you'll come back visit www.graceworkswithanx.net to listen to past episodes read our daily devotions or provide feedback if you'd like to be a guest on our show send us a message through instagram facebook or our website And if these episodes have been an encouragement to you in any way, please share them. Have a blessed day.